Future Radio, KAL. I'm your host, Steve Eunice, and I'm joined, as always, by Neil Bailey. Hey, everybody. It's been one hectic month for me outside the world of Superman, but I've been keeping up with it all, and there's quite a bit to discuss. What about you, Neil? Oh, I've been trying. With so much going on, I think I've managed to keep ahead of it, and I'm still wondering who this Lois character is. Um, what you talking about, Willis? Exactly, fool! Yeah, but in all seriousness, there's a ton of new traffic, what with the pickup of the Superman movie and the buzz behind the new diaries. We've been trying to deal with the influx, but it's been pretty crazy. I mean, we put in that uh, new diary review. Steve, you've been doing the constant updates all in all. Even I get my news first from the Superman homepage, so I think we're doing okay. Maybe that's biased, but anyway. What are your impressions of the fervor? I'm kind of getting a little tired of the constant bickering between fans and non-fans in relation to Superman Returns. Uh, some people just seem dead set on bashing anything and everything to do with the movie, having have, never having one good word to say. It's hard for me to stay quiet. I've tried because a lot of people have told me it's not cool to get on and be authoritative, it's intimidating, but it's still hard sometimes when you see the line of debate delineate into calling each other poo-poo heads, stupid, or all the other nonsense we've seen or had to delete, positive and negative towards the movie. It just sets a bad example. On the other hand, there's been some great debate. I, I just wish people would look at what they say before they hit post sometimes. Yeah, for each naysayer out there, there's at least one positive person to counteract their position. The problem is that some of these positive people are going about defending their position in the wrong manner, as you've pointed out. Mostly the comments are all well within the realm of uh, sensibility. It's just the one bad apple. That's part of the responsibility of a growing site. But that doesn't make it any less frustrating at times. But at least debate is more important than the alternative, which is silence. Speaking of interaction, though, we've seen some pretty interesting faces in the chat room, huh? Oh yeah, both Gail Simone and Jeff Loeb are now registered members of the Superman homepage and have been spotted in the chat room recently. For anyone who doesn't know who they are, Gail is currently writer of Action Comics, while Jeff is currently writing Superman, Batman, and Supergirl. And up until recently, Jeff was also a consulting producer on the TV show Smallville. Yeah, and unfortunately, he went to Marvel exclusive of late, but don't sweat, he's still doing Supergirl. I'd like to wave the angry finger, but then Jeff's done so much for both companies, I'm just glad to read his writing. So while we're losing a daughter, we're gaining a son-in-law, I think. Anyway, it'd be really amaz- it, it, it was really amazingly cool of them to visit. They answered a ton of fan questions, and Jeff even stayed a half hour longer than he'd like to, so that, that's, that was just great. Here's hoping that that happens more. Just goes to show, visit the chat room, folks. You never know what you'll find. Very true. Gail also frequents the message boards. It's an amazing privilege, so you all be nice to them, or I'll have Aaron put the stinky sock on you. Speaking of Smallville-related image contests, man, can I segue tonight. Smallville! What do you think about the new season, Steve? Well, from what Al Goff tells me, this is the season we've all been waiting for. I'm looking forward to it, actually, um, but I'm a bit tentative regarding certain appearances of known characters. And I'll give a spoiler warning here, people. We're about to discuss upcoming characters that you may not want to know about in advance, so just be, be warned. Yeah, I mean, it's really going to blow people away when Lex tells Clark he's his father. Nah, I'm just kidding. Hardy ha ha ha. Nah, seriously. I am a bit worried about how they'll portray Aquaman and Brainiac. I wasn't impressed with their version of Mixius Pitlick, uh, but I'll judge these others once I've seen them. I'm in a state of numb something. I mean, I honestly think this season could go either way. It's like I said in my review of Onyx. One minute, ooh, the next minute, aww. Hey guys, we're going to get Aquaman, ooh, but he's going to be Lex's swim instructor, aww. Hey guys, Brainiac at long last, woo! But he wears Prada and is a hot professor who's in love with Lana in low-cut jeans. Ah! 
But that said, there's also a ton of leaning towards a more bygone era of Smallville show. Low shows, low these four years ago, with Lana and Clark being together, which, if you disregard continuity, could be a fresh start at the legend. There's the promise of Lex being evil despite the seemingly abrupt jerk. And hey, new writing staff, fresh blood. But that also brings into factor a new, a few rumors uh, unconfirmed that since ratings are down, budgets have been cut, that there's an attitude that this is the last season. But then on the other hand, I won't feed those rumors because I've just seen the opposite online as well. I- I'm thinking with you, Steve, as with the Superman movie. I think I'll wait until I see them, then judge, and oh, how I will judge. It'll be like eating a candy bar only covered in the blood of Lana's martyrdom. But in all seriousness, I really do hope the show has a great year. I want six seasons, if only because it's Superman. Bad Smallville beats good reality television. I know where you're coming from, and I'm totally with you in regards to taking the wait-and-see approach. Uh, no use jumping the gun and having to eat humble pie later on. Wow, I can't believe I just used so many metaphors in one sentence. Yeah, but hey, they took the cake before they jumped the, uh... Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people want me to have the movie and the show sussed out, and I could definitely mouth off, but it's not fair to the show's creators or the fans or myself to just spread that around. We all do it, but when I'm conscious of it, I want to avoid it. You're talking metaphors with the guy who's written 1,500 poems, Steve. Do not feel bad, my friend. So anyway, speaking of my poetry, what did you think of Sacrifice? Pure poetry. I'm really enjoying this plunge into Infinite Crisis. I've tried to find bad in it. I mean, a juicy review has a good nugget of diss, but it's hard to find anyone who didn't like it, which is strange for Supes. I mean, a lot of people debate what Diana did, killing, and its ramifications, like with Sue Dibney, but there's excitement, there's a compelling story at very least. The best criticisms that I have heard is that Batman isn't being held to task for OMAC. And that's a fair critique, but then OMAC isn't over and Infinite, uh, Infinite Crisis hasn't even begun. Frankly, I'm more excited than I've been since Our Worlds at War, which, while it took while many took it to task, I really enjoyed it for the most part. I don't think the heroes have time to take Batman to task over the Brother Eye satellite. Besides, who's going to do it, other than Superman, who just did in Adventures of Superman number 643? The other heroes are all feeling a little sheepish over stealing ten minutes of Batman's memory and identity crisis, so I can't see them doing it. And it can't be Superman in a way, because Batman will say, Look what I did! Look what you did, buddy! And I think we should emphasize, because we get email about it, that, that any information we get about Infinite Crisis, we will pass on. We don't really hide anything from you guys, except for where we keep the stinky sock and how much I really do love Lana Lang. Oh yeah, for sure. But coming by any info regarding Infinite Crisis is like getting blood from a stone. Damn, another stupid metaphor. I've tried to squeeze Rucka when I took interviews. When he started turning blue and talking his computer speech and, you know, tried to kill me, so I changed the topic to Queen and Country. That worked out exceedingly well. I survived. But seriously, I think I think they're just really trying to make a great surprise for all of us, and leaks kill that. Just enjoy it as it goes along, I say. Or ready tomatoes, but comics aren't like the movies. The less spoilers, the better, I say. And speaking of people we can get spoilers from to be a complete hypocrite, Eddie is about to leave the super titles. Eddie Berganza, after a nice, long run. Many loved it, many criticized it, but this will be my second Superman administration since joining the Superman homepage. So who do you think is going to be the next lord of all Superman creation? Matt Idelson is the guy taking over Eddie Berganza's position as Superman title editor. He seems to be a nice guy, and thankfully for the Superman homepage, he's agreed to continue on the tradition that Eddie started at the site. He says he's happy to do an Ask Matt fan forum, we haven't worked out yet what the when the change will take place, but I guess it depends on when Eddie finishes up and when the questions from the fans start leading into Matt's area. 
Eddie survived four years without a single murder of any of the reviewing crew, which means he's extraordinarily patient, or he doesn't read the reviews. So I'm guessing he's extraordinarily patient because of the way he interacts with us. He was always a nice guy, even if you don't agree with his direction, and I think, like him or lump him, his style left a mark on Superman that won't be changed for quite a while. One consequence you may not like is that it appears, according to alleged reports, that it means a shuffling again with action losing Gale and John to parts unknown. Um, we don't know yet. It doesn't mean they're going to be doing nothing. We just don't know yet. I'm not sure, and don't take that as gospel. It's internet reporting on the mes- of the message board kind, so take that for what it is. So, Steve, what's coming up with Last Son of Krypton audio drama starring none other than we two goobers? Glad you asked, Neil, because here's the next teaser trailer for Superman The Last Son of Krypton audio drama. A scientific breakthrough. What's the status of your project? The Kryptonian DNA is so much more resilient. He's quite, quite alive. A daring escape. Oh, no. Where are my keys? Looking for these? A showdown in the streets of Metropolis. Olsen! Right here, Mr. White. What's up? We just received a tip that Superman and the Special Crimes Unit are headed for LexCorp. And a battle for freedom. Now the gloves come off. Bring it, sister. Issue 8 of Superman, The Last Son of Krypton, coming August 31st, 2005. Only at supermanhomepage.com. Be sure and download the latest chapter of this audio drama, which you can find at the, the Radio KAL webpage at the Superman homepage. Only one thing alive on less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you. Time for the secret soundbite competition. You'll recall last month we changed tack and gave you a sound from a Season 1 Lois and Clark episode, rather than the usual Smallville sound. Well, 28 people successfully guessed that the sound we played in our last show came from the Season 1 episode of Lois and Clark, titled Smart Kids. Those 28 people were Peter Pham, Susan Klinger, Stephen G, Patty, Matthew Guy, Mark Brinkman, Zach Shapiro, Anthony Davis, Leif Anderson, Peter Barden, Stephen Proctor, Angie Campbell, Daniel Flores, Mike Libretto, Nicole S, Ryan Thomas Riddle, Vivek, Lady Ozma, Ryan Dunn, Brian McKernan, Sabino Camacho, James Heath Lance, Michael Bailey, Thomas Hernandez, Scott Finley, Andrew Hobbs, Ken Moody, and Calvin Bowes. Congratulations, people. I guess you're going to make this show sound a bit tougher, Steve? Exactly, Neil. I'm going to stick with the Lois and Clark theme, but I'll try to make this one a bit more of a challenge. Here is this month's super secret soundbite. I wasn't in Paris. Good one. Remember, people, if you can guess what episode of Lewis and Clark that comes from, Steve will read your name out in next month's KAL show. Yep, if you think you know what it is, use the Super Secret Soundbite competition entry form found on the Radio KAL webpage and send your entry in. Guess it's time for this week's Superman song? Sure is. This month I've really dug deep into the archives and fished out a Rick Springfield song titled I'm Your Superman. Here it is. Na 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 na
our show. Hope you'll join us again next month for another Radio KAL show. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Steve. It's been fun. I'm Steve Eunice. And I'm Neil Bailey. You stay classy, Eddie Berganza. You've been listening to Radio KAL at supermanhomepage.com. (laughs) 